0: the cat and cloud coffee podcast is brought to you by wilbur curtis wilbur curtis gives you some of the best batch brewers around they're so consistent they're insane you can program them your coffee's gonna taste better than it ever has and if you don't want to deal with that guess what it comes pre-programmed so don't even worry about it also, this family-owned company has gone full solar, full green, full awesome. You know what that means? That means the sun comes down, they get the power, the power powers the plant, where they create the brewers, and those brewers come out to us ready to go. Have you ever heard of a seraphim? Not just an angel, folks. No, folks. That is a tasty, tasty brewer for buy the cup coffee. Even the coffee nerds can get a nice little shower head, program that thing. You heard of the clover? This is the new new. Seraphim, Angel, ring down, happy coffee. Everything is coming together for you. If you hit up, Wilbur Curtis and my friend, Brant Curtis, who I've seen, who has kids, I have seen. Of course, I've seen him. He's a great guy. He helps us out all the time. He takes his kids to Disneyland. We have the best time as well. This family-owned company treats people right. They do a great job. They're becoming the premier place to get your coffee equipment for batch brewing. Do it, do it. And if you need a water boiler, guess what? They have that too. Okay, bye-bye. We just did it. I just started we, it. Oh, we just did it? Now yeah, we're going. So we got some
1: things. Highs we and lows. We got it going. Highs and lows. Introduce us. Introduce us. People in the cafe want to come into the roastery. Friends for life. Want to come into the roastery. Who's that? I don't know who that is. I I don't know what's going on either. Hey guys, welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is Chris and Jared from Behind the Glass. Looking into the cafe, (laughs) we are behind the glass. We're behind the glass, just for everybody to see. Everybody looks at us weird when we do the podcast. Well, we're talking on microphones. We're talking on on microphones.
0: microphones. (laughs) This is good two-way marketing. They're like, "What are you doing in there?" And we're like, "A podcast." They're like, "I'm going to listen." They're
1: like, "I'm going to listen," but I can't hear anything from behind the glass.
0: And then they hear us talking about them, and we tell them, "If you ever Uh hear us talking about them, oh no, don't burn yourself!
1: Don't burn yourself! (laughs) (laughs) You're out of (laughs) here."
0: It was a tea. Suction. Somebody spilled a nice tea. Someone spilled some tea. Can I tell you guys about our tea program? Two teas, the end. And no, a microphone. <laughs> Two hot <laughs> teas and a microphone.
1: Can I tell you about our tea program? We steep it for you. You have to wait 20 minutes, and then it uh, doesn't even taste that good. Oh,
0: guess what? We don't do that because that's stupid. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <That's the> dumbest <laughs> idea ever. Okay, I'm going to get you into some really <laughs> artisan <laughs> Hey, tea. at the end of 2016, we're going to talk to you about something called coffee, which is not tea. <laughs> okay, <laughs> tea is a supplement for our coffee service. It's the other white meat. It's the other thing that people drink when they're not getting served coffee. And guess what? You don't need tea to have an all-inclusive good service. Okay, that's my rant. What should we start with? Coffee highs and lows of 20... 20- okay, hang on. You got to introduce us. Welcome. I did.
1: did. You did? Yeah, I did. That's but good. I didn't say yet... Please vote. If you haven't gone to Spread.com slash vote and voted for us podcast, best coffee video slash film for the YouTube channel, um, best new cafe, we best would love it if you did. Best actor slash model. Best male model. <laughs> <laughs> best, <laughs> best human torch. <laughs> Jared's up for the best Johnny Flame. <laughs> I do an impression. Jared's oh auditioning man. for a role as Ryan Reynolds in his biography movie. Mm.
0: They keep saying I have too big of a nose. It's, it's called, called true. living on the edge with
1: the <laughs> most cut jawline ever. Living on the jaw. <laughs> it's called <laughs> the, the jaw's edge instead of the razor's Jack edge. Is jaw, <laughs> Jack, is <jaw. laughs> Jack is jaw, Ernest. Jack is jaw. Jack is jaw, Ernest. Yeah, the audition paper said just looking for handsome
0: male with hero chin. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do this. I mean, he's got a hero chin. <laughs> well, let's be real. I did not go to anything like s- of such things. Uh, we had a question based on our live Instagram video which was fun which was we have two actually questions from Good then times. and then we were gonna talk we had a little bit of a talk about ourselves but I figure let's just because we are closing out the new year this is gonna be the last before 2017 what were the highs and lows of our 2016 year 2016 it's the final countdown. Oh. <laughs> I feel good about that. Illusions, Jared. Illusions <laughs> <Michael>. <laughs> Charles. Illusions, Michael. Charles loves the? listening to us do podcasts in the roastery. The Should lows we start are with lows my, or highs? Let's I start, think start with your with low. My lows? <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> so many actually this i was year, embarrassed ashamed broken alone i was uh, not alone i had my family but we were for sure homeless <laughs> homeless straight up real homeless for six months i think the lowest low was immediately upon returning to santa cruz we were so excited all four of my family lived in a room that was a room that was like it had one bed total so we had girls on touching us on either side uh in little cribs and then my wife these and I These are his children. These are my girls. Yeah, not, not human. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. my wife and two other there human girls just, just chilling <laughs> I, It was Sounds super like weird. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely low. Too, too, <laughs> super low. I was in a whole different place. I started shooting heroin for 1 month. Chicks started sleeping next to me and my wife. It was a marriage survived. They
1: say that's what LA is like.
0: Yeah, it was dirty dirty yeah so we stayed in this room it was gnarly the family we were staying with was really gracious to have us but everybody was sick that entire month my wife got staff on her face which so was super relaxing it looked pretty bad uh-huh i had a sinus infection both my girls got um sinus infections it was a cool month then i was homeless <laughs> was for the next <laughs> five stayed with my wife's grandma for three months in bonnie Doon, which was an all these things by the way are blessings in disguise but they were very hard grandma's fun I was on unemployment and I also uh, was on food stamps the whole year. So that's, I don't even necessarily consider that low, but it's definitely like the hardest year I've ever been. So like, you know, I don't judge people who have to go through that stuff. I'm actually really thankful that those things are there because I'm obviously not a skid mark in society who doesn't care, but they definitely saved my family's life. So uh, that was my (laughs) 2016.
1: It's amazing to see what highs come out of lows. Oh, tons! More you know highs. Know what I mean? More highs Even than when lows. it's challenging, it, yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty rad to see. Because I was just gonna go complain about a bunch of shit, but then I was like, oh, it actually kind of shows you how awesome people are. So totally, it's like hard, but it's not low. The right? beginning of this year was kind of when we were starting the company. Yeah. Really, I mean, we started the company as an idea and doing some things in 2015. So I just went on Instagram and looked at right. a year ago. So I was living in San Luis Obispo. And we were starting to get this thing off the ground and i guess Milo's were also due to a lot of financial stress yeah. i wasn't making any money because i moved and started a company and it was just the fucking worst thing that i ever did in my life and because of how i had to get out of that i had like a non-compete so i couldn't actually work in coffee in the city that i lived in so i had no job and basically like no skills <laughs>
0: which is no bo was, staff skills, no, no numchuck skills. skills. No
1: numchuck skills. And I was just like, <laughs> fucking sweet. And then uh, Jenny was actually making less money than she had ever made. And it was pretty raw. I was looking at our W2. I was like, oh, sick amounts of money coming in. <laughs> but so what I ended up doing was, and this is where the highs come in. This is not like necessarily the highs, like the highest high, but it's just appreciation for human beings. Right julia at the french press is like oh you should come work here with us in the interim which is an hour and a half away right so she's like come be a barista so i just go be a barista at the french press which is right like, freaking amazing and it was they like, let us roast coffee and they let us roast coffee out of there yeah, really i mean it was like an awesome experience so yep. that's like the silver lining but it's an interesting place to be in for me because i felt like i'd accomplished so much in the world of coffee and now like I couldn't work in coffee where I was. I had to like get up and drive a half hour and a half to be like a barista, and like at the whole time my car was like breaking down sometimes. Like, yeah. the, the mini that we had, which we ended up getting rid of, was just turning into like a freaking total nightmare. Yeah, that was like, probably cool. Uh, yeah, it was, it was all kinds of cool stuff, but it was a so hard. That time. was a low. The low was just really feeling lost. Like, what am I even doing? Like, what did I do? Like, I put in a bunch of work in this industry, and now I have nothing. Is what I felt like
0: yeah honestly, the low was like for me it was more like, am I going to have my actual family nah like truly like are we gonna have to like stay with people for like longer than six months like am i am I gonna come out of this and you like you question that stuff a little bit when you're in there for so long like is this gonna is this gonna turn around is this gonna be as cool as I believe it can be and so the highs are like we get this staff for me that's insane. And for the most part, super, super inexperienced in this craft. And then our training program works and it's not even fully, even close to finish. So like our, our ceiling is still so far away, but it works. And we get this feedback that is just insane. And this team in in the scheme of under three months now has come together and there's a cafe running right now that I'm watching fast, really good insane service come out of and it does not feel like we've only been open for two and a half three months it feels like we've been open for years and that's one of the best things that people keep saying is like you've only been here for three months wow this place is humming that's a good feeling yeah so that's like the high high and then we got you know we were lucky enough to be blessed we found a place auntie cole moved back who works for us she's my my wife's best friend she she moved in with us which helped us get a place that we could live in so those are like all the highs obviously starting this business is insane
1: yeah, on the business tip, like one of the biggest highs for me, I think, was roasting coffee here. Yes, in the place because we'd been roasting at Dune, yeah, formerly Castle, aka the French Press, which was amazing. Thanks for letting us roast there, and then also at Vertigo in right. San Juan Batista, which is. 45 minutes or so from Santa Cruz and, you know, carrying green back and forth and packaging supplies and tape and like literally moving a tiny roastery in and out every time. And freaking amazing that people let us roast there. But when we fired this thing up and we roast the first few batches here and like we didn't have to get in the car and drive back home. How much? And then we We also could roast and cool. Yeah. We could roast and cool was a nice little thing. And then, but just not having to put, Seven hundred pounds of coffee in the back of a station wagon, and then drive for another forty-five minutes, or like an hour, because we'd hit the traffic. Yeah, was kind of gnarly. I was like, oh, I could just go home. I can
0: be here. That's cool. Yeah, that was huge. It saved us like half a day.
1: That was like a pretty. That was a pretty gnarly
0: high. That is really, really cool. <laughs> so, those are like the general highs and lows, and, and it just I keeps getting higher. I mean, we're finishing really well right now. Getting nominated for the spreadsheets. Oh, yeah, that's a high. One. Like a what high am I saying? Yeah.
1: Me. I love stuff like that. I, yeah. It's weird because I don't know why it means so much to me, but I think Trophies. It's, it's just, yeah. <laughs> I'm like a competitive dude anyway, but right. then I think it's more about. Because the it's all from nominations, so people are recognizing that you're doing things that are impactful, and people have nominated us for those categories, which is like a super amazing thing. Because it's not like you write yourself in, you know, someone wrote us in, and I, I think that's cool. Because one of the things that motivates me, not just in coffee but like life overall, is sometimes you feel so small as a person, right? It's really empowering to know that you can have an impact on something that's bigger than just yourself and the people around you. And I think that's why I really love like the podcast and I love doing the YouTube channel. And I love sharing things on social media because we get feedback that's like, Hey, this like really helped me out. I was looking for information Mm. and I found it here and thank you so much. And I think, that's really cool. Like retail's its own little magic journey. You right. you sell coffee to people. There's nothing like that face to face interaction, but the scalability
0: of being able to have impact on this like right. global the scale level. is mm-hmm. it's unreal. Yeah, that part is a trip. And also I'd assume I mean I'm sure you're like me, you're like you are the hardest critic on yourself. So you, uh, For a lot sure. of the time feel like you're all, yeah, all this stuff is like, I'm like so far from where I want to be right now. I'm like not even oh, doing yeah. that well, so on and so forth. And so to get positive feedback means more than people realize. Cause at the end of the day, like where we want to be is so far from where we are. And it's so easy to just look at all of the things that aren't perfect versus what's doing well. And there are a lot, probably a lot more things going well than not well in our business, even though all we seem to focus on is trying to achieve perfection. So it's cool to get feedback like that. Yeah. So
1: those are the highs. And like you said, the staff, (laughs) I seriously can't say enough about them. I think it was when I took my first day off was one of those highs. And then I did not have a panic attack and that was cool. Yeah. And now like Wednesday, I didn't come in at all to be able to trust. and I wasn't even stressed out about it. You know, it's not even a thing. I just like, dude, They got it. It's whatever. Something
0: else that's definitely a high that is stressing me out is that we both got approved for lectures at SCAA. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Which is like actually way more humbling than I expected because I'm doing one called Authenticity Sells, creating a business starting with your why. Sorry, I'm watching our cafe and I'm like, do I need to stop this podcast and run out and help? Because it's getting slammed out there. I think the line's only... It's right there. I just see them passing pouring. So I I see them ripping and I see some... Positive vibes. Look at Tanner's I smile. I think Tanner's got it. Look at him. Oh, so Tanner. handsome. <laughs> so disgusting. Tanner. Kristen's all, I'm going to barf, but it's not <laughs> actually going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> She's all so focused. Um, anyways, yeah. So we both have presentations to give, which we both planned on giving together. And then we found out we're giving them at the same time. So we'll be giving those solo. which Like a basically solo like, Which is basically like a 75-minute window where we give a class. Well, also, we're giving more of them than I thought. Yeah, So we're I was five. under the impression
1: <laughs> that you sign up, and then we do the lecture, and it's one No, nope, it's five. So it's twice a day for the first two days, and then once on the last day. Yeah, so which five altogether. I was like, oh, okay, which is rad, because right. that's going to reach that many more people. Totally. And they're going to film them. They are filming them? That's I what Dorit that. said, yeah. Because cool. I reached out and said, do you have any footage from lectures of past, just so I can get an idea? Yeah, um, and they do? They don't. This is the first year
0: that they're gonna be filming that Okay. Ted Talk. So let's make it check good. Check us out on Ted. <laughs> check us out on check us out on SCED. That's especially coffee educational development. Dude.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: okay, okay. So those are some good That's before and after. Coffee highs and lows. Yeah. For us. Those are the big ones. And then I guess that was the big question. I think the other thing I'm we could talk th- about I was trying to think of like industry highs and lows, but I'm too I haven't even really focused on our that. industry
1: right now. I feel like this has been such a huge project.
0: Yeah, this is a big project. We took on a lot of stuff. Kickstarter. Kickstarter was oh yeah, high. I was winning, winning a Kickstarter. We had a lot of highs. We won a Kickstarter, guys. So high. We won. <laughs> hey guys, I won Kickstarter. Yeah, so did we.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. no, no below no. the hard below line
0: doesn't count, dude. Hard deck my ass. We nailed that we son of a We <laughs> nailed that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Come okay, on, people. Now?
1: Just looking at the timer. Oh, hey. Hey. hey, we're waving at people. You can't tell. But no,
0: but you hear it in TV land. There's a lot of people who do home espresso that come to our shop, which yep. is pretty sick. Um, We should get into Young money. Yeah. Get into the world of things that we think are awesome and not awesome, and especially coffee. How hey, do we transition into that? But here, we do a hard we transition. Just do like a hard one.
1: Paying for drinks.
0: Hey, especially coffee. Hey, stop for being drinks. idiots. Pay for. T- <laughs> This is true. This is actually something that is the worst thing. Okay, first of all, let's just, let's just take a little responsibility for our past. We've probably given away drinks in the past, okay? Definitely. But Guilty. Guilty. But you know what I realized? And everybody's going to be like, oh, now that you started a business, you're all hard asses. But what I actually realized is that when I gave away drinks, it was because I fully, I was not fully on board as much as I expected to be. I E and I was not respecting a situation and now I find myself in places that aren't coffee. And if I ever got something free or I start comparing coffee business to other businesses and started getting into this frame where I was like, if anybody offered me something free here, it'd be really weird. And I started just like finding myself respecting places that give me drinks like less unless like there's something that terrible that happened and they're trying to like make it right. Right. We could back this out like back it quite out deeply.
1: Ways. I also think that we've talked about this before in some situation and I think James Hoffman has a blog about this somewhere. Oh, the uh, Hoffmaster. The Hoffmaster. <laughs> Hoffmanity, dude. <laughs> His Hoffbrow. <laughs> James Hoffman. Check him out on the internet. He's a champion. James Hoffman. James has don't hassle the Hoffman. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> don't, don't hassle, hassle the, Hoffman, <laughs> Hassel Hoffman. He's a lifeguard. He wrote something about paying for coffee. Okay. So here's, let's just break down scenarios. So scenario breakdown scenario. A is you're on a coffee tour in another town or someone else who's oh. like a coffee person is on a coffee tour in your town. And you know, you go in to get coffee, right? Let's say you're on vacation. Totally. You go to, Portland. I've done this. Yeah. You know, you're on vacation. You want to go get coffee. You yep. go in, they're like, Oh, it's Jared Truby. everything's free. Let me buy you coffee. And then, okay, so for me, what that does is it immediately triggers some sort of guilt because if I want to buy something that's, like, totally off the rails, that's like, maybe I'm going to get espresso, coffee, and I'm going to come back and get a pastry, and then I want, like, you know, maybe I have a heavy order. Right. I feel bad personally being like, oh, I don't want to take advantage of this free situation. It just doesn't make me feel good because, one, I walk into every place Fully expecting to pay because that's how commerce works. Yeah. Like what sort of you go in and get free stuff? Money for services. Two, if it's a place that I really like, I actually feel better about giving them money.
0: Totally. That's the point. Because You're supporting I them.
1: want to support, especially my friends. Like if I know you, I, I want to give you even more money. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to get stuff for free. I don't want to get like a bro deal. Like I respect what you do. Let, yeah. me, let me pay for this. That's going to make me feel better. Right. So I feel just awkward not paying straight away. Two, so there's like maybe if a friend comes in and like maybe the owner of the business is there and the owner of the business wants to give that person a free drink for whatever reason they have. Right. I don't know. But like nine times out of ten, it's not the owner of the business giving away a free drink. It's just someone who doesn't necessarily have the power to give away... I'm trying to do a soft
0: transition into, like, you're stealing money. <laughs> yeah, you can't soft stealing. transition it's that like one. <laughs> well, and there's also... Or you actually just... You really pay for it. And if you really pay for it, then it's not a big deal. Then you're like, cool, I'm going to take care of this, and you pay for it. Like, actually, physically you actually pay actually physically for pay it. for it, yeah. And that's paying it forward. But if you're just the person who's trying to, like, bring your own personal status up with whomever comes in because you're giving them a free drink, like... You don't need to be self-conscious in that way. And you're actually not really doing them a huge favor or anyone a huge favor. And then some people
1: I th- are under the impression, and this comes from a really good place, and I'm, I don't think anybody that gives away, or I don't think everybody that gives away a free drink is intentionally trying to do it to be malicious or stealing. I know right. some people are trying to like engage in the community overall, and they're like, Oh well, like he owns so and so shop, so when he comes in here, he gets taken care of, and it's like an industry thing, right, or, or whatever. So I don't think it's all like bad intentions, but like all of that has to come from somewhere. So we have accounts. Yeah, we give we give our team twenty bucks a month to give drinks away to whomever they want, and the accounts live on a card. Yeah, and you, the card is physically paid for. Yeah, it's accounted for in the register ahead of time, and mm-hmm. then if you're gonna ring someone up, you.
0: Swipe the card. It says you did it. It goes on
1: that account and then it's allocated. And if the account runs out of money, there's no more to be given away. You have to physically take money out, like cash money, (laughs) and pay for it. Yeah. And we did this instead of doing things like, oh, I get a free shift drink or oh, I get a free that drink because like I don't even know like one shift drink turns into six shift drinks, plus it turns to there's no accountability with a shift drink. There's there's no mental connection that, like, the stuff that I give away
0: has, like, a cost of goods associated with it. Yeah. No, not at all. It basically, you can just, it's the beginning of a culture of just, like, you can give people drinks because you feel good. It's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's seriously this, like, snowballs into that almost every time. It's really interesting to think about what you said because I've never really thought about
1: it in the context of going to, like, a taqueria and they're being like oh no no, no I, I got you right like you're like why why do you have me you're like no no it's free
0: yeah it's like i'll be like w- why but w- what did i earn this Did I you don't do something it. wrong like, what like what's happening is it a mistake you didn't give us a reason and for me i just like i hate going into shops and getting special treatment because of my name that's like one of the worst things and i don't even think i have like <clears> Brad a big name pit. Yeah, exactly. You're all, oh, Brad Pitt came in. I can't charge him for lattes. I'm like, why? (laughs) He's broke. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, don't charge Brad Pitt for a latte. Or what's even lamer is you charge Brad Pitt for a latte, but you don't charge Jared Truby. (laughs) Like, okay, how does this make sense? Because I make coffee? Because of what, what in my status makes me deserve anything free? Especially when your business revolves on, your paycheck revolves on making money. Do you, if you like, as a group of people, and I guess this is part, partly actually business owners faults for not showing an ability to progress. And it's also a systematic problem in that business owners don't have the system set up to like track these things and they don't have accountability set up within their team. And it's just like a big snowball of issues. But there is, I think some merit to showing a team how they can succeed, how they can grow and how they can earn real money as a barista, which... I'm over it. You guys can tell me it's hard to pay baristas money. I think that it could be hard to pay baristas money. But I think you can come up with a better business plan and end up paying baristas money in the long play. Not at first. So I think there's partially that so that you can actually give the baristas, the people who work for you, an ability to buy in and jump on board and actually represent your company where they feel ownership. I think there's something to that. And I don't necessarily know exactly where I'm going with this. I'm just saying there needs to be... There needs to be accountability on both ends of the spectrum to like take care of your people and give them a reason to believe in you and if if they're not going to you got to be willing to get them out of there to protect your business. There's got to be there's got to be some sort of hard line where people can't just like give away stuff. You have to have people who got your back hard enough they'll even tell on people for giving away stuff in your company who are like not afraid to call out their team. You know, it's like which we have like nobody's stolen but before we had some of our systems in where we had these cards it was like hey like this thing's happening and it was just like a gray area that was our fault i had a gray area in one of our systems in the cafe and somebody was giving away a drink that was actually meant for only them and it was gray and that was my fault so we did away with it and we clarified it and now we have these cards and we have a really awesome team and they didn't they weren't like coming at me like get somebody in trouble they're like hey what's the deal with this because in my gut it feels weird to do this thing that's happening. And is that true? And I was like, you know what? That totally is true. Your gut is right. Let's address that and make sure it's clear so that we don't have this happen again. And then nobody has to get in trouble and then nobody has to like feel weird. Also let's give them $20 to make sure that like people can give away drinks on our dime. And the accountability then comes from like, there's no giving away a shift drink and there's no this, that, and the other. It's just like, here's straightforward system with Z's on both sides. A's B's C's and Z's, A. Hey, hey Tanner. To Z. Three minutes, Tanner. And I'll be out. <laughs> that is
1: an epic toast place. <clears throat> Helena's eight slices of holy moly with tons of avocado. Yeah, we have people who get hard here. Just just romping it. Yeah, I just sometimes I feel like it's an interesting customer service situation. Like if I go into a cafe and all I have is a credit card, and I have. And having a good time in there, and they're like, "Oh, it's on, it's on me." Right. And then, i like, what if I want to leave a tip, but I can't because there's nothing charged, and I can't, I don't have any cash. But I'm like feeling the vibes. Other than that, then I feel like I'm like you're like let them down. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, but I, I like want to hook you guys up because you're my coffee shop. You're right. like my regular shop, and. That part's
0: so weird. Yeah, I don't know. And not to go back on it, but in order for anybody on staff to ever deserve a raise, you have to make money. And in order to make money, you have to charge people for coffee. And I don't think any of the people, I I get the idea of trying to do like this industry discount thing, but the coffee industry is just growing. And all of a sudden everybody's going to be in coffee. (laughs) It's going to be like 12 people a day coming in from coffee shops, which we have more than that. What if we gave them all free coffee? That'd be scary.
1: It's kind of like the things that are. uh, It's such a moral conundrum, dude. Okay, think about this. This happens a lot. Conund. It's a conund. It's a queen of mon. So let's say you go out to a bar, okay, or a restaurant slash bar.
0: Actor slash model, got it. Actor
1: slash model, okay. You know, the server. Yeah. Right. And they give you a drink. So you get whatever plate of food plus three or four drinks. And then you get your bill and you get, you see like the plate of food plus only one drink. So you got a couple drinks on the house. Right. And then the natural inclination is to then allocate some of that money that you would have spent on the bill towards the tip in appreciation for that person like hooking you up. That's kind of like how the service industry works, right? It's like, oh, Bill hooked me up, so I'm not really going to pay for those drinks, but instead of giving him like a $10 tip, I'm going to give him like a $15, $17 tip. And then like I used to feel good about that because I'm like, oh, cool. Like this person's working hard. They provide like awesome service. Every time I go in there, it's like super cherry, so I want to hook them up because they probably don't make much hourly and tips are what they live on, and that's rad. Right. Then the moral dilemma is, like, to make that happen, like, that effect compounds over the night. You're probably not the only person they do that for. You're probably not the only person who gets a free drink. So they're getting a ton more in tips across the board, which is allowing them to live. But they're doing it by giving away shit that's not theirs.
0: Potentially. The way I think about it is that there's a second business in there through the bar. So they're probably having to pay the bartender. You think? I think they're paying a bartender to make them the drink and then that
1: would be best case scenario or
0: they're getting their staff discount. Like maybe they have a shift paying, drink
1: to give away or they have like a tally. I don't. I know I just know in
0: restaurants that the bartenders keep their typically keep their own tills separate of the actual restaurant till that the that the server is doing. So the server puts in for the drink and then that's part of that till and then the food till is separate typically so not always think, but like
1: so the server puts in the order pays t- for it with their
0: cash maybe at their maybe discount. or they like hold it till the end of the night aboard. and then take oh, all their tips and out? then they cash it out which interesting. is one of the systems that i thought about here is it's like you could hold all your staff's orders at the and then they can't uh, clock out until they pay for them which we can do interesting. you can hold all orders from staff i never thought about and then that. they don't have to pay for them until they clock out and they can't clock out until they pay for their orders yeah which we can totally do and we will if we have to ever but that's after a few stores okay so maybe i'm wrong that's Uh, maybe not wrong but no i just like i don't know how it works that's how i've never worked in a restaurant that's how i look at restaurants and i think baristas go like oh this is a way for me to get more tips and look tight and then they just steal because they don't care or they don't realize that they're stealing they think it's just like what the industry does which is our fault industry it's happened to me. I did it in the past. All we did was give away drinks to industry people because it's like an industry thing. And it's like, sure, maybe like find a way to pay for an espresso yourself and then charge them for like everything else. And then they, they get an espresso experience on you. But like, don't just give away everything. It just like invalidates your ability to be a professional to me. Talk about I have the hardest time with that. Tanner, I'm being unprofessional right now. Nothing. Late I'm like 2 back minutes back break. from late for my break so I feel so guilty. So Are you cool, you Tanner? You guys were so busy and I was watching. I saw it. I saw it. You were so busy and I was like, dude, I got 5 minutes and then it started dying and I was like I feel so guilty now cuz I missed the whole rush. Can you even you guys hang out there, it? Tanner?
1: What's up? Can you
0: even? Hang? Chris. No. Wait, oh, wait. Wait, man. wait, wait. Oh man, I just put Tanner wait, wait. on the podcast. Tan- Tanner Rourke on hang. the podcast. <laughs> come coming back. Tell it tell me about the service that we just had.
1: The service that we just had was phenomenal. Go deeper. It was amazing. Everybody was taken care of. Days were made. People, days were made. Pe- days were made. People were happy. Tanner's just a bunch of one-liners right now. Get him out okay. of here, dude.
0: Tan- <laughs> Tanner, <laughs> you have to say, you have to say, yes. Go a slightly in depth. What happened? I saw that there was like a nine thousand toasts. I saw those. Yeah. What if we mixed it up? Okay, Tanner.
1: Yeah. Would you tell me about power to please? Power to please. Basically, if there is any issues or people that need to be taken care of and it's like over or under a certain amount of money we can do whatever we want basically we can take care of them give me a specific example so like if somebody comes in and needs to return something they don't have a receipt or it's like they bought a shirt or some coffee or something like that we can give it to them we can make it right
0: as long as it is under forty dollars you can do whatever you like without asking dad (laughs) put a smile on their face
1: (laughs) i wanted to bring up power to please because Power to please can potentially be seen as a gray area where you actually do give stuff away. So if someone comes in and has some sort of subpar experience, maybe they got a drink that they thought wasn't right. Or maybe they had, I don't know, got a bag of coffee with a hole in it. I'm just like blanking out or whatever. The staff is empowered to do whatever they need to make that experience right. And if that means like replacing that drink or giving them a drink or comping their drinks or comping their whole experience... That is fine, but it's just not a comp out of nowhere. It's because we failed
0: somewhere along the way. It's because of a missed expectation.
1: Yeah, missed expectation. That's a good way to put it.
0: I totally, yeah. And yes, somebody could fully take advantage of us and just power to please their friend. But I'll tell you what, if we hired somebody who would do that, that's on us. If we don't figure it out, that's on us. And our job is to find people that we trust and have them crush it. And the power to please is the ability for us to do and give amazing service. And you cannot be afraid. We've talked about this on past podcasts, but you cannot be afraid to make it right. Because that that thing that you do for the person or peoples is going to be like talked about. And they're going to tell everybody about how you did them right. And they're also going to be a loyal guest Forever. 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 Man, that's a good rant, though. Together
1: forever. forever my forever. heart and I will love you
0: forever. We got our grease pat- trap p- pump today. Good, it
1: <laughs> smells better.
0: It does smell better. Yeah. It's a great scent out anybody there. Anybody
1: else have a grease trap?
0: It's petunias. Ours is outside, so anybody who's got <laughs> one inside, sorry. It smells <laughs> terrible in your establishment. Fogs
1: out. Yeah, you Gotta fogling. have a grease trap with the milk game.
0: I guess I really... That's like—that's all for me on like giving away drinks. I just... I don't like it. It's also funny too because I've been given drinks right a fair amount, and then these people come to try to work for me. Sometimes <laughs> it's like you give away free shit. I was like, bro. you give away free <laughs> drinks. I go to your shop and you give me a free drink every time, and I go, I have a card right here, and they go, No, nah, it's okay. And I go, Okay, because are you in charge? No, nah, I'm just like a barista slash whatever they call it, a red job or a thing at our place to call it a concierge, and be like, Is it okay though? And then it's, it might not be and then giving them the
1: benefit of the doubt would be maybe there's a system in place and right tracking it but I just don't believe that that's happening like most of the time like
0: how come yeah how come I can go in multiple times in a row and it's always somehow free <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think like I don't have an account okay dude, you charge it to the game dude yeah dude I guess I just I put in these years of experience and I deserve free stuff for life now somehow
1: yeah even if you can't afford to fix your
0: car when it breaks at least you get free espresso which I can't afford to fix my car, you guys. It comes and goes. I do get free espresso, but you know what? I get that at my shop, and I like our espresso the best. Whoa. Look at that new shirt that Tim has on. Sick shaka. <laughs> shaka. Tim's my shaka. landlord
1: at my Casa. Casa oh, de frutas. I feel
0: pretty good about everything going on right now. I mean, 2017's <laughs> coming in hot. We're about to be in Seattle. We are going to be in Seattle, so La Marzoco. Get ready for us. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna do a live podcast and do a launch party in uh, the week of January whatever eight through thirteen. There's gonna we're gonna be there starting that week, hanging if out. Anyone
1: is in Seattle and wants to maybe get on the podcast. I don't know what our schedule is gonna be, but um, send an email to info at cat and cloud. And our boy Alex is doing some scheduling stuff. So if you know, like. Oliver from Olympia came in. Yeah, yesterday. he did. We're gonna try to Shout connect out. when we're up there. Um he's a tight bro. And then here's the Howard real Schultz, deal, dude. Here's he the real calling. deal. Okay, yeah. Howie would be one, but if anybody legitimately knows how to get a hold of David Schomer, I wanna talk to him. You email me straight up, Chris at catandcloud.com. I want to talk to Schomer because he's a badass. But don't be e on me if you like kind of know Shomer and it's like a thing like you got to know the show. You know what I'm saying? I want to <laughs> I wanna talk to David.
0: I want to talk to David. I want to
1: talk to David and I want him to be wearing his tie.
0: Cuz Chris can hear Jimmy.
1: I oh. Oh, I hear Jimmy. I'm listening to Jimmy. I'm him. listening to him. Yeah, but well, you, you can't, can't hear him. Saw. That's you a white man can't jump. Me jump. I can't ju- You're pissed off. Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy Sydney. 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 If anybody hasn't watched White Men Can't Jump, you really
0: need to tanner look at his smile again saw your mom kicking it kicking a box down the street earlier and what's saying she said i'm moving i'm moving <laughs> sick jokes well this has been the uh cat and cloud coffee podcast i'm gonna go back to work because i'm at uh 36 minutes which means that's about 10 minutes late to my uh work shift and i'm, gonna uh, I'm to a bad owner <laughs> i'm gonna get some You're gonna points get two points dude. Gonna get some points <laughs> on the <laughs> scale how many points are you gonna get Uh, it looks like two dude late back from break i gotta add that to my scale Other
1: door with us jack
0: Chuck, don't let Chuck him in. Chuck, door. Don't let him in the bad guys. Well, see you out there. Well. <laughs> <laughs>